Hey, everybody. This is Kurt, Daddy, the Dungeon Master, and I'm here with Birdie right now. Hi, Birdie. Oh, hi. So you know what we're doing right now? Yes. What? We're giving the introduction to this episode, because <laughs> yeah. this is part two of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Normally, we do a last time recording with Sam, but I decided to do this one with you, because this one's different. Yes. How is this one different? I have a dog with me. No, well, Sam usually has a dog with her, too. Oh, she does? No. (laughs) So, with this, though, we wanted to give a quick little introduction for this episode because this is going to be picking up right in the middle of our last adventure. There was too much awesomeness in one recording that we had to break it up into two episodes. (laughs) It was, like, two hours long. It was, like, two hours long. Usually one hour long. So we broke it up into two episodes. So if you feel a little lost jumping right in the middle of the action with this one, we highly recommend that you go back and listen to the previous one. Then you'll know where things are at. Because you'll be really confused what is going to happen. But if you're just a newbie, you don't know what to do, watch the very first episode. (laughs) Go back to the very beginning. Go all the way back to the very beginning if you want to know everything that's going on. You can just go back. Just just do it. Listen again. Yeah, just yeah, listen to him again. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just need you need a refresher. Yeah. Listening to my soothing voice and not hearing same racket voice. So I just spit out like a bean from a bean from my expander. Enjoy the show, everyone. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. So, Galaxy, you are the only one in the group that sees this, but near the Allosaurus, near Clarence, you see this tentacle that at first you just thought was like a tree branch or something until you started seeing it move. And then it slowly opens up and you can see the razor sharp claws that outline the edges of this tentacle. And you can see three orange blinking eyes in the middle of this and you see these eyes and this tentacle slowly turn and start to track Clarence as it's moving through the area because you got a 20 on your perception check I will give you a chance to take an action with advantage not with advantage but it's the the you would be able to surprise the creature now it looks like it spotted clarence and is about to attack but you spotted it first and so you get a surprise attack on him what do you do yeah i i I just just not you no it's only galaxy sees this if i tell everybody back away from the door i summon mage hand Machin just comes like into there and just pokes one of its eyes. You can poke him in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> so, guys, back away. It might be nasty. All right, so. So I'm just. Machin, <laughs> poke him in the eyes. <laughs> and you hear this. And the this tentacle snaps shut and shoots back down into the vegetation. And then this large monstrosity bursts out of the ground. It's gaping maw, dripping with saliva, and you see the three giant tentacles sticking out of its back, waving around. We're going to roll initiative. That's how you get a monster out. <laughs> right? I got 22. 
You get advantage. Twenty-two for Dave. Mm -hmm. Cool. I rolled an eighteen and a nineteen. <laughs> so you try to get the highest. Well, highest is when you you'll be able to act. I love it. Do you add anything to it? Nope. I see it. Wait, no. Initiative, right? Yep. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. So. Galaxy is poking this thing in the eyes. But he doesn't see me. He really, thinks it's like Right, a... right. Really startled it and really threw it off base because this is a creature that's not used to getting the getting dropped on or being surprised. It's the one that's it's used to doing surprises on other creatures. Yeah. So it's actually going to go last in the initiative order. So you guys and gals all caught it off guard as it was jumping out at, at Clarence. And Dave, you get to go first. What do you do? I am going to put my arms in the air. Like and you don't go care. Like, this. like you just don't care? Yeah, like I just don't care. And go like this while concentrating very hard on the creature. Okay. And uh, cast Sacred Flame. Sacred Flame, okay. Seed on a deck saving throw. All right. He got a seven for his deck saving throw. Okay. So I'm guessing that would misses. Yeah, that goes against my spell save DC. Yep. Oh, yeah, I have 14. So he does not save. So therefore, 1d8. 1d8 radiant damage. Right. Um, and I got a 6. And then you also uh, gains no benefit from cover. Oh, that's never mind. That's just yeah, extra. So okay. I, was, I read that wrong, and I was hoping it would make him not be able to hide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so, so so you put your hands out and flame, radiant, holy fire shoots out from your hands and hits the Atiyug in the side and it's and blackens and he screams out in pain. All right, so next then is Galaxy. It is your turn. What do you do? Oh, can I take a bonus action? You sure can. Um, I want to also cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. And can I? You can create that into any weapon you like, or yes. Yep. Okay. I'm going to make as large of a unicorn butt as possible <laughs> that will just hover over. No, no, creature. and it goes like this over the monster. <laughs> Not until it attacks. <laughs> okay, Uni a unicorn butt, yes. which would really just look like a horse butt. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But maybe but it's magical. Rainbow it's colored or something. Right. So, but with that, with spiritual weapon. I know it's just a bonus action to cast it, right. but can you attack with it at the same time? Uh, yeah. As a bonus action turn, you can move the weapon over 20 feet and repeat the attack. Yeah, it says when okay. you cast the spell, you can make a melee attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. Okay, then yeah, you should be able to, uh, yeah, well. you can attack with a spiritual weapon too. Okay, it's just a spell attack, yeah? Yep. So that, yeah, that's 24. Yep, that, uh, I guess that'll, that'll hit. That'll hit, I suppose. <laughs> um, so 1d8 plus casting modifier. Is that the same bonus plus six? Modifier. Oh, then yes, it would add the, okay. uh, that. So yeah, that's 12 damage. 12, nice. It has a rainbow tail, right? The, so okay. then when it slams down, the tail flips up in the air in a flourish. <laughs> and it just goes... <laughs> <laughs> and that unicorn butt. What he, the monster doesn't like good smells. No, no, it does not. <laughs> it's not like the smell of marshmallows. No. But we smell it, it's like... Yeah, with... With all the other smells that are in the area, and this thing smells terrible. It looks like that this thing is just a gigantic 
garbage disposal. It'll eat and consume anything. Komodo dragon mouth. So, yep, so the, the unicorn butt comes slamming down, hits the, uh, the Atiyug in the other side, the tail swoops up, and you all get hit with the wonderful smell of marshmallows. So now, Galaxy, it is your turn. What do you do? You sure he did Mage Hand? You gonna do Mage Hand again? Still there. I'm gonna put Mage Hand in his mouth. If I see his mouth. And then slap it. Half of its body yeah. is its mouth. Oh yeah, I'm gonna put him out of its mouth. You know like the dangly thing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going to pull it because that can really hurt. That, that can hurt, yeah. But it's not. Alright, Um. so okay. if you do that then I'm... Okay, sure. Alright, so you still got you Mage Hand out. with Mage Hand? I um. Mean, I guess 10 pounds of pressure. 10 pounds of pressure. You can put yeah. 10 pounds of pressure on it. I just, I guess it's not technically an attack. It's, it's just, you can pickpocket people with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you could pull someone's wallet out of their back pocket, why couldn't you pull, pull on someone's... Pull a giant uvula? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's have you roll a... I'm going to make you do a physical attack with this. So... Um, not sleight of hand. <laughs> not sleight of hand. No, because you are actively attacking this, this creature with the hand. So uh, roll a... Yeah, roll your... You don't have proficiency with this. So just roll a strength check. 11. 11? Okay. So you send Mage Hand over to the creature and trying to get it inside of its mouth and try and reach in. And it snaps its jaws down on the Mage Hand as it gets within reach of it. And Mage Hand goes away. Yeah, it just disappears. Mage Hand! You messed me up. I just cast Mage Hand and I give it a punch. <laughs> well, hold on. So, Mage Hand you already had out, I believe. So, it takes an action to cast that. So, you still had it. So, you just moved it. I'll say that you moved it over with a bonus action. Um, if you still wanted to cast another spell, I would allow you to do a cantrip at this point. Mage Hand's a cantrip! It is, it is a cantrip, but yeah. if you could cast other cantrips that are actually meant for attacking and doing damage if you wanted to. But you can do Mage Hand again if you want. All right, so you cast Mage Hand again. The exact same thing. The exact same thing. Okay, roll, yeah, roll the strength check again. See if you can get it inside the gaping maw of this creature. You roll the two. All right. So just like before, you try and get the Mage Hand inside the the creature's mouth, and it snaps. I'm quiet. I'm so much. I have tears. She's so sad. So and it's it. Your Mage Hand goes away again. Well, I suppose, yeah, you do have a movement action if you wanted to. You could move 30 feet into the corner and cry if that's what you yeah. wanted to do. Okay. So you move 30 feet away from the door and you find, well, and actually you're not close enough to a corner, but you could move 30 feet into the area and position yourself next to a wall and start crying there. Okay. That's what Galaxy does. All right. So now it is Clarence's turn. So what? I, I rolled for Clarence. He runs over to the um, monster. He sits on it and. So he's not he's not going to do a bite or a claw attack or anything like that. He's just going to go over and toot on him. Yes. Okay. All right. I need you to roll a. But he's sitting on him, like sitting. Oh, so he's gonna. Oh, so you want him to pounce on him? Yeah. Okay. Alice horses are really good at at pouncing. Uh, can you roll roll a 20-sider for me? We're going to have him do an attack. I don't know how sad I was. You got an 8? All right. 
So Clarence runs forward and jumps up to pounce at this creature. And uh, the creature, uh, surprisingly based off of its size and and bulk, it dexterously moves out of the way and uh, Clarence misses the attack. It is your turn now. I go over and bite Clarence in the wind. Okay. So you're in your dinosaur shape. You're going to run forward and and bite this creature now. Okay. Roll an attack for me. I got a two. You got a two. Okay. So you run forward with your attack, and it does the same thing to you that it does to Clarence, is that it manages to sidestep out of the way, and your attack misses. So now is going to be the Atiug's turn. Yikes. That's a, that's a good question. You're uh, you're busy at the wall, crying. So, but you look up, and suddenly you're like, "Wait, yeah, what about Jed?" And you look over at Jed, and Jed is just standing at the entranceway with his arms crossed over his chest. Why? You don't know. Jed. It's not your turn. It's the Atiug's turn right now. All right. So the Atiug is gonna go after. One of the two dinosaurs that is that is by him. Clarence. And he's gonna go after Clarence yeah. first. Did you leave your whiskey on the pony? Because that might be what Jed's been doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I... he he doesn't have uh, whiskey in his hand. Okay. All right. So the first tentacle shoots out and strikes Clarence, but then wraps around Clarence's neck and starts pulling Clarence across the ground towards the Atiug's gaping mouth. And then another tentacle shoots out and goes over to Mimi in her dinosaur form. I dodge it. And it's a 17, which in your Allosaurus form, your armor class is 13, so it does actually hit you too. No, I dodge it. No, you don't no, dodge, I dodge it. it. I dodge Mm-mm. it. No, I you don't. It. I dodge it. Totally and it. then you take, you take six points of bludgeoning damage. So you have fifty-one hit points right now, as an Allosaurus. So then now you are down to forty-five, and I can keep track of that for you if you like. And then, this creature goes in for a bite attack on Clarence. And the bite attack does hit as well. And 18 more points of piercing damage on Clarence. So this creature wraps its tentacles around the two dinosaurs that are by it, starts pulling them towards its mouth, and then takes a big old bite out of out of Clarence's hip. So now we're back up to the top of the order. Jed is still not doing anything. He's still just standing back at at the entryway into this this open area. Dave, it's your turn now. I am going to cast Bane on the creature. Okay. Do, oh, I, uh, uh, whenever a target that fails this saving throw, charisma, charisma saving throw. I can't believe it's very attractive. Or no, it's, it <laughs> does not have a very good saving throw. Oh, but it does uh, get a sixteen for its charisma saving throw. Uh, well, it, it uh, resists that then okay. I Dad, have 14 I sometimes wish you were bad at rolling <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, but as a bonus action I can attack with the spiritual weapon again You can, yes. yep So 
I will do that again. Uh, this time, same form, but it will look more like uh, fart attack. So, <laughs> fart attack, <yes>. okay. <laughs> and I just roll for yep. that as well. Roll your attack? Yeah. Oof. Nope. Uh, that's 10. Yep, that misses as well. All right. Uh, and then if there's possibility, we're in a, are we still in the doorway? Or you are still in the doorway. Yes, okay. you've been casting these. So actually, so Jed is actually right next to you. Okay, so and he's not doing anything. Yeah. Ask can Jed I, why can are I, you? Yeah, I, I'm gonna like elbow him and be like, "What's what gives, buddy?" Okay. And then that's it. Well, he just says, "I need to make sure that you know how to handle yourself." So far, <laughs> I'm not impressed. Why are you right. bad? And Galaxy, it's your turn. Okay. Here comes the big guns. <laughs> Teddy Hunt! That takes a minute to cast. Oh. oh my gosh, really? He's going... Jed's going to be like, I'm not impressed with you guys. I kind of like a fireball. Fireball? Okay. All right, you can do the fireball, and you can sculpt it around the two dinosaurs so that they will not be hurt by this. Yes. So, So you pull out your magic wand. And I put... I do a heart around them. I do like a heart around the dinosaurs. You do a heart. You, like, you shape the you bubble around them in a heart. Yeah, I like, <laughs> hope you feel better. All right. So he, this creature has to make a dexterity saving throw, which it misses. So roll 8d6, and it's going to take the full fire damage from it. Let's do this thing. Ooh. 12. Um, 8. 20, 25, 28, 30, 33. Wow, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. That's a big fireball. Okay, so you hold out your hand and your, your magic wand and huge gush of flame bursts from your hands and screams over the area but magically misses the two dinosaurs that are there. You form these protective bubbles around them so that they aren't harmed by the fireball. The, the Atiyug screams out in pain. And you can see the little bubbles that got formed around the two dinosaurs are, are big heart shapes. <laughs> heart shaped bubbles. Perfect. And, and Jed's impressed, isn't he? He's, he's a little more impressed, but the, the Atiyug is still, still standing. It's smoking now. Um, and it's obviously been hurt very, very badly, but um, it is still very much alive and kicking and pulling Mimi and Clarence towards its gaping maw. Okay, it's my turn. It is now uh, Clarence's turn. So, it's, so Clarence is going to struggle against the tentacle and is not able to break free, but it's close enough that it could still do an attack. Clarence goes at class. Going to do a claw? Okay. Can you roll a twenty sider for me? The claw. So, uh, with analysis, you get a plus six to hit. So that would make that an 18. So that will hit. Now, I want you to roll uh, 1d8 plus four. 1d8. Eight. Eight. Okay. Eight. 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 Right. So Clarence claws out at it. All right. So now, but it's still wrapped up in, in its tentacle, still struggling, trying to get away from, from this thing's mouth. But uh, it, it's still close enough that this thing could easily take another chunk out of Clarence's hide if it wanted to. So it's your turn now. I need you to roll a strength saving throw to see if you can break free of the tentacle that's got you. I hope, please, 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 because I really gotta go plan, plan, plan. 
What are you? No, no. You got a two. Okay, so you're not. You can't break free. The tentacle is too strong to wrap around you. But you could still, you could still do a claw attack in your dinosaur form. You turn into Mimi. Yeah, and then can I break free? If you turn back into Mimi, I will let you do the check again because your form is drastically smaller. Okay. So, but in fact, I would even let you do a strength or a dexterity saving throw, whichever is better for you. Um, I'm going to do. So you turn into Mimi, and so suddenly, and so the tentacle suddenly becomes much looser around you because you're much smaller than the dinosaur. So roll another saving throw. I got a 16. Okay, that's good enough. And I can And so you slip out from underneath the tentacle. Wait, I have a question. Does my helmet, does that, when, if I use one of the stones, does it count as a turn or do I still get an action? So you used a bonus action to change into, to back into Mimi. And you broke free of the gravel. So yes, you still have an action. I'm okay. sorry. Yep. I'm going to use on my helmet that, um... You could pull a red gem out to do a fireball. I'm... Well, I was going to do... I what There is a... F There's a ton of stuff that you can do on yep, your helmet. Yep, yep, Okay, just yep, let me yep. know when you're ready. Okay, I have, I'm going to do a fire opal, which I have 13 of those. I'm going to use one of them, which is fireball. Okay, so, so you pull the gem off of your helmet and you throw it at the creature. So you no longer have 13, you have 12 now. Yes. All right. Let me cross that out, it's like 12. Yep. And then let's see if it makes its dexterity safe. And it does not, so it's gonna take the full damage of this fireball. So I need you to roll 8d6. Eight. <laughs> and then add them all together. Twelve, eighteen, twenty-four, then I have twenty-six, and then I have twenty-nine. Twenty-nine counting. Twenty-nine points of fire damage. Okay. Yes. Is he dead? Is the Atiak is not dead, but it is. It is hurting quite a bit. Is Jen more impressed now? Is Jen more impressed? <laughs> so you pull the fire opal off of your helmet and throw it at the the Atiag in front of you and it explodes in a huge fireball and it's and it's smoking, burning, and the creature screams out and picks <laughs> And you look over at Jed. And Jed gives you a slight appreciative nod of what you like, did there. She's not stupid after all. <laughs> Okay, so now it is the Atiag's turn. Is it? Yep, and the Atiag. Is it? All right, so the Atiag has still got Clarence wrapped up in one of its tentacles, and the Atiag slams Clarence down headfirst into the ground, and it takes damage, but it doesn't stun Clarence. It doesn't seem to, to hurt him very badly. Yeah. He just glances across the ground, and then it takes a it tries to take another bite at Clarence, but Clarence is able to dig its it's his claws into the ground and is able to pull back just enough to miss the, the the teeth that are chomping down in front of it. And then another tentacle shoots out at Mimi. And you you're in your elf form again and you see this tentacle shoot out right at your head. I dodge. And you dodge out of the way and it shoots right past over your shoulder. Okay. Dave, it is your turn. Okay. Um I believe I'll just uh Sit back and relax. 
I'll shoot it with the crossbow. Okay. For starters. So try that. That I've been rolling very, very well. Um, so that is another, that's 24. Th- that'll hit. All right. That's nine points of damage. Ooh, that's a good hit. Yeah. And then uh, I got to go with the spiritual weapon again. Okay. Because it's still out. Um, I'm, this time it's just going to be kind of a hip check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like a kind of a slap, a slap. <laughs> so we'll, we'll try it here. A, a cheek slap? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Turn the other cheek. Um, so that is a twenty-one. That that that'll hit as well. All right, and that's eight points of damage. Eight points. Okay. So the. And then uh, I'm sorry. And then I'm gonna again turn to uh, Jed and be like, "Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be doing much better now." So you shoot out with your, your hand crossbow and an arrow sticks into its shoulder and, and then the unicorn butt comes flying in from the other side and hip checks it and one of its legs gives out from underneath of it and hits the ground but it pulls it back up, stands back up but you could tell, pardon the pun, it looks like it's on its last leg. Uh-huh. Galaxy, it is your turn. I wish there was mage foot. <laughs> <laughs> Mage butt. Mage butt. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's starting to tread on spiritual weapons yeah. domain at that point, though. Right, right. I can't wait. Does she have the capability to get Bigby's hand? Because I feel like she'd really enjoy that. I don't, I'm not sure. Lightning bolt. <laughs> Lightning bolt, okay. And it misses its dexterity saving throw again, so 8d6, add them all up. Wow. Um, in fact, the only way that you would not kill this creature is if every single one of those was a one. You just jinxed her. <laughs> that would be pretty amazing if you called Have that. Nope. Nope. I see at least one six there. Okay, Shit. yep, that's enough then. So 12, Wow, oh, we got some cooked creature here. 20. Okay, you don't need to count it all up. You Okay, so... Wait, I'm supposed to... Okay, count them up. 27, 28. All right. So you hold out your wand, and this time, instead of fireball, this five-foot-wide streak of gigantic lightning streaks out from the end of your, your wand and crashes right into the mouth of this creature, blowing off the top part of its face, and you could hear the sizzling and the crackling and the thunder booms out across the, the, the cavern. And it falls to the ground, motionless, smoking, and stinking. It? Yes, you did. You killed yes, the creature. I never killed the creature by myself! I took, I took one of its tooth and I put it on some um, string and put it around my neck as a new necklace. Okay. Wait, how aren't these teeth you said five feet long? No, they're they're like eight inches long. Oh, okay, never mind. But you have another <laughs> one of a tooth necklace, so, so you can keep a thing. So you all move forward no, towards the the Atiyak to, yes. I guess, to collect some trophies off. Of I would I wouldn't mind taking a couple teeth and make like greaves that would be pointed. Sure, be pretty awesome. Yeah, if you could find like an armor maker that yeah, worked yeah. those in. Yeah, I'll pocket a couple. So Jed comes forward and he claps his hands. He's like, well done, well done. You had me worried at the very beginning there. Especially with the mage hand. Is that what that spell is called? Yes. To, what were you trying to do with that exactly? 
Well, Beach Hand doesn't like to cooperate because I'm missing. And then finger. that's when you see another tentacle appear over Jed's shoulder and latches around his neck and pulls Jed up into the air. And he grabs the tentacle that's around his neck and his legs start kicking and he's flailing and his face is starting to turn red. I need everyone to roll initiative again. Oh, oh my God. Met anime hand. I too. Oh no, natural one. Two. <laughs> Wait, I get advantage. You do get advantage, <laughs> yes. Uh, not much better, but at least not a natural one. That is nine. Okay. Okay, let me use the big guy. What did you get, Galaxy? I got a natural one. Okay. Four. So four? Oh, no, okay. actually, I got a 22. No, you didn't. You got a four. All right, Mimi, what'd you get for your initiative? A what? A two. Oh my gosh. Uh, can you roll initiative for Clarence? He got a two too. <laughs> Clarence got a two? Oh wow, these are some terrible. Uh, <laughs> well, he kind of took us by, took us off guard. Right. <laughs> can we all re-roll? Can we all? Because I think it's kind of sad. <laughs> so, could you give us one, one of us a chance to re-roll? I, I did get to re-roll. <laughs> and I still got a low. Based off of those initiative rolls, uh, the Atiug is going to go first. It yanks Jed up into the air, and his legs are kicking and flailing, and his, his face is turning red. And the creature hits him with the other tentacle and pulls him towards its mouth. And this other Atiug that's there takes a huge bite out of the side of of Jed and he screams out in pain we can't let Jed die so now oh and I'm sorry and it's got another tentacle attack that's gonna go after Dave Dave what's your armor class armor class is 17 so Dave he got a unnatural 20 to hit you mm. well, and that, that hits me. you take 12 points of bludgeoning damage and the tentacle is now wrapped around you and you are now picked up off of the ground. I don't enjoy this. (laughs) Alright, so now it's uh, David, it's your turn. Wait, I think. What's your intelligence? Uh, My intelligence is 8. Okay, actually it's going to be Jed's turn. It's going to be Jed's turn first. So Jed breaks he manages to pull himself away from the mouth and breaks out of the tentacle, and he pulls out his big, huge greatsword from from behind his back, and you can and you can see this rage come over Jed. He gets very, very angry about what what is happening here, and he goes in with a huge yell with his greatsword and slashes uh, at the the Atiug, and does. 12 points of slashing damage to it. Nice. Good on you, Jed. Yeah. Okay, so now, David, is your turn. Okay. Uh, how far is it away? It's got you wrapped oh, up. Oh, yeah. So, so you, are like, you are like 10 feet right. away from it right now. I get it. I get it. So I need you to roll a, uh, a strength or a dexterity saving throw, whichever you choose, okay. and tell me the result. That is a 16. 16? Okay. No, it is not. It's a 13. It's I a 13. Yeah. 
uh, that is just good enough to escape the tentacle. Nice. So you manage to contort your little halfling body in a way to slip out in between the claws and the suction cups that are in this thing, and you drop down below it as it tightens up above your head. Great. Um, I will try to cast Bane. I know, you know what, I'm going to cast Bless, actually. Bless, okay. Yeah. And whenever a target makes, it, makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, a target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll. Yeah, save. it just happens. Okay, great. So all three of them are blessed now. Okay. Uh, Jed and Mimi and Galaxy. Because I'm a generous halfling. Or, what? So, <laughs> I'm a generous halfling. Halfling, yep. Yeah. You know, ten rounds, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. as long as you maintain concentration on it for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, oh, but that, that would end your spiritual weapon if you if? do that. Yes. This one is not concentration. Spiritual weapon is not? No. Which excites me. That's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. There, it would have a C on it, right? On the card. The other ones that are concentration have like a C and a diamond. Oh, yeah. You're right. Okay. Cool. Good, good deal. So, yeah. Hey. Back to back to butt. Butt slams. Okay. Um, do the butt. Yeah, do going, the butt slam attack. Yeah, I'm doing butt slam. Um, so here we go. Oh, that is not great, and it's not going to hit. I rolled a two. Okay. Yep. That on this. All right. Um, yeah. So, uh, just as a side note, I'm going to yell to Jed. About time you joined the party. You still have a movement action as mm. well. Did you want to move away from the yes, creature? Yes, I do. As far as I can. Okay. And if there's anything to hide around, I'll, I'll do that as well. Oh All right, so God. now, that was Dave. Now it is Galaxy. It is your turn. Good. Burning all the big guns right now. Okay. Well, all right. Let's see. Dexterity saving throw for him. And what's your spell save, DC? Um, 16. 16. It misses it. Does not get good enough to do it. So roll 86 and tell me the damage. It takes the full brunt of the lightning bolt. Yes. I love this spell now. But the, um, like fireball and lightning bolt because they're pretty much the same. Yep. Because the fireball lets you hit multiple creatures. And this one's okay. I did okay on this. 27. 27? Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right. Again, big... Five foot wide lightning bolt shoots out from your wand and and hits the Atiyuk right in the mouth. And so now it is going to be Mimi and Clarence's turn. So Mimi, you go first. Okay. I'm going to do speak with plants and I'm going to pull I'm gonna to speak to plants in underground and I'm gonna pull them through and I'm going to um, hold the um, creature's arms and legs tied really tight. I, I like where you're going with this. That That is a different spell. Because um, when you speak with plants, here, if I read the description to you, you imbue plants with 30 feet, or you imbue plants within 30 feet of you with limited sentience and, and animation, giving them the ability to communicate with you and follow your simple commands. You can quite, wait, actually, maybe you may, you might be right. You can also turn difficult terrain caused by plant growth, such as thickets and undergrowth, into ordinary terrain. Or you can turn ordinary terrain where plants are present into difficult terrain. 
Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're right. So you could talk to the plants and that and that are around the creature right now and cause them to grow up and turn it into difficult terrain. So what that means then is that the, the creature can still move around, but its movement speed gets cut in half because the plants and the vines are so thick it makes it harder for it to move around. It doesn't do any damage, it just makes Wait, it slower. I have a question. Sure. Um, if I did, would it make more sense to have the vines, like the plants, get jet and pull him to, out of the monster's hands? Or grab the monster. They, they don't work that specifically with this spell. They just grow really fast in an area and make it harder to move through that area, but they don't actually grab hold of, of anyone. Oh. Mm. And Bertie, just out of curiosity, you've used two lightning bolts now and a fireball. How many level three spell slots do you have? Three. Okay, so you're out of level three I spells. Base. I will I think it was worth it. Flaming sphere, but not in the way, out of the way from Jed. Okay. All right. So, what uh, level are you going to cast flaming sphere at? Highest. The highest one. Okay. So it misses its dexterity saving throw. So you create this five foot wide flaming sphere that crackles and hisses with the heat and flame coming out off of it, and you send it flying over Jed's head and slam it down into the monster. Can you roll uh, 3d6 for me? And that's how much damage it will take. It takes 14 damage. 14. Nice. That's a good good roll. All right. So now it is Clarence's turn. What is Clarence going to do? Just going to attack? Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah, you, you control Clarence. You tell me what Clarence does. Um, Clarence is going to um, fight. Okay, so Clarence runs forward, and he goes to bite, and he does bite him successfully. And, he, and he, his face is like this. Yeah. Like, it's such a bad day. Like <laughs> <laughs> Can you roll a 2d10 plus 4 damage for me? 7. Okay. 5. Alright, plus 4. Yeah. So it's 16 points. Good rolling. Alright, so Clarence... Runs forward, leaps out, and bites the Atiyag on one of its legs. And you can tell that Clarence tries to yank the leg out from underneath the creature, trying to pull him to the ground, but he's not quite strong enough to, to pull the creature down. But he but he yanks his head back and pulls out a big chunk of flesh from, from the monster from its leg, and it screams out in pain. It was little Alright, so now it is the, the Atiyag's uh, turn again. And it lashes out at Jed once more and misses. And then it's going to lash out at Dave again. Why Even though it, it can get to me that far. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. You moved out of the okay. way. Nope. So then it's going to go after Clarence then. So And it does hit Clarence. I wasn't sure how long the tentacles were. They're scary. not that long. That would be yeah. super scary. <laughs> And the tentacle wraps around Clarence's neck again and pulls Clarence towards its mouth. And But Clarence digs its claws in and is able to pull back just in time as the teeth snap inches away from Clarence's nose. Yikes. So now um, okay. it is Jed's turn. So Jed runs forward again. 
still he still looks really angry. He looks like he's he's raging as a barbarian. As and as a barbarian, when they rage, they get extra skills and benefits for for their attacking on creatures. And he slashes out with his sword twice and connects with both of them. And he does uh, 22 points of slashing damage against wow. the creature. So the creature is not not looking real hot, but still on its feet. Dave, your turn. Okay. Uh, on a different page, I see that there's a weapon of warning. Is that like a dagger or? What yeah, that's okay. that's what gives you advantage on your initiative rolls. Oh, I see. Is it you can use it as a weapon as well? You, you could just use it as a dagger, but its magical properties have just uh, occurred just having it on your person. Okay. Um, well, I guess I'm far from... So you could charge forward and strike it with your mace, and your mace does have an extra magical property to it that I believe it's three times a day that when you have a successful hit, you could also unleash 4d6 of lightning damage with a successful hit. That sounds great. I'll, I'll... But that would put you in reach of the tentacles and right. the bite mark of it again. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'll take the risk. Okay. Um, so I'm going to run... As I'm running up... The unicorn's butt is okay. going to distract it with uh, an attack and try to whip it in the eyes with its tail. Okay, so I would. Okay, so if it's not going to attack, it's just going to try and distract. It's well, like you're I trying mean, to get it to a, help it's you. It's an eye whip, so. Okay, so it is still going to attack. Yeah. Okay. Why not? All right, roll the attack for me. All right. But it's like it's a, a, a yeah. horse tail whipping. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we got sixteen. Sixteen. That'll hit. All right. I believe, yeah. That's uh, eight points. Eight points, okay. Yep. And then, you know, that while that's happening, I'm running up with the mace, and I'll attack that. Oh, natural 20. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so, jeez. So, uh, because it's a natural 20, so mm -hmm. then you roll double the dice for the mace hit, and then okay. you would actually roll 8d6 for the lightning damage. So, okay. So, 1d6, so I'd be 2d6. Yep. yep. Uh, wow, that sucked. Um, <laughs> so that is a total of seven. Seven, okay. Uh, and then how many did you say? Eight, eight D6. Eight D6. So oh. it's basically like you're casting a lightning bolt right. from, from your mace. Do you mind mix. if I borrow some of your dice, please? Sure. Awesome. I just need five. I also have some right here. Nope, I got, I got three of my own, so here we go. Two, four, six, twelve. 18, uh, 23. Okay. 23? Really? Oh, that's actually yeah. low for 86. I, I got 3, 6, and 23, 5, 27. 27, okay. Well, out of all of us, I can't add, so great. <laughs> all right. That's great. So you, you run forward, the magical Wait. unicorn tail. There's another two that's... You missed, oh, you yeah. missed one. Okay. I only added seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, it's yeah. like you only needed to do nine points of okay. damage. Okay. <laughs> so the, the unicorn tail hits it in one of the tentacles and blinds it because that's how it sees. And the tentacle sort of curls in on itself to protect itself from, from the unicorn tail that it just slapped it. But it's, it has a blind side to it now. And that's when you run up with your maze and you bring it up in two hands and leap up and slam it down onto the top of the creature's head and you slam it into the ground lightning streaks out from it and fries it and its head is almost completely flattened into the ground dave killed the monster we all killed one except four and jed looks around at the three of you and says well done well done thank you 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 saved my life yes i hope you 
I'm taking two more teeth. You're taking what? Two more teeth. Two more teeth. Okay. Yeah. So then I can have shin guards and some sp- studded bracelets. So Jed Wait, stands later. there. Jed stands there holding aside from, from where he got bit and the blood that's coming out of it. I'm sorry about your arm. Heal it. Heal well, he got bit in the side, not in his arm. Oh, I mean, in your heel. Yeah. He's like, I should, I should be okay. It's, but he looks down at the wound. He's like, oh, you can see there's some pus and some gross saliva from the creature that's still on the mark. He's like, I should probably have this seen too. But thank you so much. It after what I saw yeah. here today. I'm on it. I'm on it. It would be it would be an honor to lead you three to the other side of the mountain. Jed, I call Tiny Ginger, and then he comes out. Jed, going, Jed's going to ride you. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Tiny Ginger's eyes go really big. <laughs> he starts stepping back and starts running. Tiny Ginger doesn't run, but she does not look very pleased with you right now. And Dave, I'm sorry, what were you going to do? I was going to channel divinity to okay. get us all healed up. Okay. I believe that's how it works, yeah. Or you could just go back to the town and yeah. take a rest. I didn't even we'll get hit that. once. You didn't get hit once. That's because that's what you're supposed to do as yeah. a wizard. You're supposed to stay back and sling your magic because you are what we call squishy. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't have as many hit points as everybody else. So so Jed says, let's get back to town and rest up and then let's head to the other side of the mountain. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters is a proud member of the Black Party Podcast Network. Check out our other shows, such as Detentions and Dragons, Dungeon Master Block, Geek Wars, and more. <laughs>